Welcome to Multiple Nerdgasm, your destination for all things nerdy. So we are back yet again for another week of Multiple Nerdgasm. Here we are. Welcome. That was that was probably the first time I've ever done a take two. Yeah. That's the first intro Luke's done, I think, isn't it? It's good. Oh, did I intro last week's? I think Luke does them now. Yeah. Yeah, I think now that Dave's not with us temporarily, Luke's... <laughs> Luke's the new Dave. He's made it sound like he was dead. Wait, now that Dave's not, not with us anymore. <laughs> well, I also didn't want to imply that he was kicked off the podcast. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, so yeah. I was trying to be careful about how I phrased it. I mean, I hope he's coming back. Well, look, he might be dead. I've not heard from him. <laughs> no. I have I heard from him. Okay, so you can confirm he's not dead. Yeah, he was sent a video of us on um, the weekend. And he was very annoyed. Oh, I know he was sent one. <laughs> well, allegedly he was very annoyed that he wasn't here. Well, he should have been. Next year. Book it in now. Alright, so what, what's happening in the world? I saw an ad during the week that really made me laugh. Can I share it with you guys? You can. Yeah. I mean, this is not really about anything to do with the stuff we normally talk about on this podcast. It just, it just really made me laugh. It's one of those say no to drugs campaigns. Right. The slogan is, before meth, I had a daughter. Now, I have a prostitute. (laughs) Um. And it's funny because I assume what they're trying to imply is that his daughter is now a meth addict and has become a prostitute to support her habit. But I think grammatically, what it actually says is that he used to have a family, um, then he discovered the wonders of drug use, and now, now he, he doesn't has... have a family. Now he hangs out with whores. I actually even interpreted that even a little bit differently. Now he's fucking his own daughter. Yeah, but paying <laughs> her for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so what you're saying is he used to have sex with her anyway, but now he pays her in meth. But also, yes. even if even if it is the way that they intended, she didn't cease to be his daughter. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it's not like... Like, oh, I used to have a dog, but now I have a cat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or maybe she was like, Dad, if you're going to keep fucking me, I can't be your daughter anymore. And so he was like, fine. You have to pick. And he's like, fine, you're a prostitute then. Fine, here's 200 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how it works. Yeah. So I don't know if that ad's going to make anyone stay off meth. I don't know if any of those ads ever do, because do the people on meth see those ads? Not only that, but if that really is him and his daughter's on meth, then mm. why target him? Why is the message for him? <laughs> where where was the ad? Oh, I don't know. It's on sidebar. Oh, right, okay. Just, yeah. Yeah, because I'm curious as to, yeah, like, who who's going to see that and be like, oh, I've learned a lesson. Yeah. I suppose it raises everyone else's fear and terror. You know. Yeah, but not not if you're a meth addict. Like, what meth addict's going to see no. that and go, oh my god, my dad probably doesn't like that I'm a prostitute, and I'd never considered that till now. <laughs> <laughs> or they're now thinking that being a prostitute is a valid career choice to fund their meth. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, do, you, what do you mean he's not happy about it? <laughs> he's the one who sells me the meth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he knows how expensive it is. <laughs> Oh. It is it is too expensive though. <laughs> the thumbs thumbs down thumbs meth. Down. meth thumbs right down. If Dave was here I'm sure he'd go hell of a drug. Alright, now I'm a bit 
I'm reading the next thing in the spreadsheet, and really, a 73-year-old teacher fired for starring in, starring in porn. Yeah. Yeah. 73-year-old right. teacher fired for starring in porn. Drama teacher from Quebec, Canada. Uh, her students Googled her and found out that in the 60s, she ah. uh, starred in some uh, Swedish erotica. Really? <laughs> Technically not Swedish. porn. Um, but there was one where she... Uh, I mean, I'm imagining these kind of black and white art nude films, you know? That's what mm. I'm imagining. Um mm. seen a couple of photos. Uh, one where she's dressed up as a sexy Nazi. You know? <laughs> European cinema in the 60s was pretty different to uh-huh. how it is now. Um, and the school fighter and said, uh, we don't want our kids exposed to that kind of smut. And she said, I'm 73 years old. Yeah. Um, that was quite a while ago, considering I yeah. was about 20 at the time, and, uh... Get fucked. Yeah. Fuck. yeah. <laughs> fuck all y'all. Yeah, wow. Oh, that's kind of a shame, really. Yeah. Oh, I didn't put the link in. I apologise. Just Google 73-year-old woman porn, and I'm sure you'll find right. it. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you're not getting to get me with that again. I'm having a look. Images. Oh. That was a mistake. Just don't click videos. I'm closing <laughs> that window. Let's never speak of that again. Yeah, well, the government knows. Oh, should not have clicked on this. In other news, though, I should really call my nan. <laughs> <laughs> so, another celebrity has behaved poorly. It's not, it's not our usual... I mean, although we'll, we'll get to him. Oh yeah, there'll there'll be some Shia LaBeouf news for sure. But before we get to that, I mean, we we were at uh, Supernova just a couple of weeks ago, listening mm-hmm. to Nicholas Brendan talk about his days on Buffy, do a bit of a song and dance, um, mm-hmm. and uh, and now he's now he's in jail <laughs> uh, for um, just generally creating a disturbance, as far as I can tell. I think he was drunk. Yeah, on a cocktail of, of alcohol and prescription painkillers. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Luke, as someone who is quite often on a cocktail <laughs> of alcohol and prescription painkillers, have you ever yep. caused a scene in a public place and been <laughs> remanded by the cops? No, because I'm not stupid about it. Mm. Mm. You have to actually take quite a bit of either <laughs> painkillers or alcohol or a combination of both to act that way. If he's taking something for actual pain, wouldn't be a problem. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently, uh, he was taking initially taking the medication for sore knee, uh, and then it was just a sore soul after that. Yep. Jesus, because um, she wouldn't sing with him. Yeah, that's right. What a yeah. bitch. Yeah, the, ho- <laughs> the hotel officials say he broke a decorative dish, and they want to press charges. Um, he showed signs of being intoxicated and he ref- refused to remain seated while the officers spoke with witnesses. <laughs> well, I mean, as crimes go, that's that's pretty minor. <laughs> he broke a dish and just wouldn't sit down when they asked him to sit down. How much was the dish? Oh, I don't think... It, it doesn't say. It, it looks like he's been in a fight in the photo. That photo is hilariously tragic. He looks yeah. ashamed of himself. Mm. Yeah, he's got a bruise on his face. So 
though. I um, something more must have happened. It doesn't. That, that, I, that, I don't that's think it taken into the ground. Like, yeah, I think that's what uh, it was. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's resisted. Uh, not sitting down. I think is a nice way of saying he resisted arrest, yeah, and okay. they I caned him. <laughs> oh, that's embarrassing. Yeah. But just look at those eyes. I know. I know. They are so bloodshot. Yeah. He's like. I mean, look. Not the the expression. Like, if you caught a panda. Like stealing cookies from the cookie jar, that's the look he'd give you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I I helped raise you kids. Yeah. With my T V show. And look what I look what's happened to me. He did. He's forty three years old. He's forty three. Now that feels too old until I remember that I'm thirty four now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Xander and me are still seventeen in my head, you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, well they, they were supposed to be our age. They weren't, but they were supposed to be our age. Yeah. When we watched it. Mm. Oh, that's a shame. You know? Yeah. Well, I, I, I assume he's okay, and, uh, and you know, we're not going to be seeing him in the news every week, unlike someone else who we can't seem to stop hearing about. We don't want to stop hearing about. No. Shia, I want you in my life every day. There are two things that I, I want to talk about this story that in here, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I also would like to mention, um, I'll put it in the show notes, and I'm not going to spoil anything mm-hmm. in case you haven't seen this. We have linked before to this song. It's, um, it's the actual Cannibal Shia LaBeouf song, mm-hmm. except... A new video from the creator of the song uh, has has been released, and it is amazing. Yeah, um, and I described this earlier as the best thing I've ever seen, ever, of anything. And um, I hope I haven't built it up, but um, <laughs> but this yeah. really just made my day, week, year, and possibly my whole life. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh we'll put that in the show notes. So, yeah, check that out. It's um yeah, it's the new live recording of Will Cannibal Shia LaBeouf. But there's some other Shia LaBeouf news, Dan. I think. Yeah, look, I mean, it's it's just all coming out. I mean, this is not exactly like up-to-date current, but it's it's just more people talking about what an absolute psychopath this guy is. Um <laughs> He was recently cast in a Broadway play called Orphans, um, where he starred with Alec Baldwin. That's right. That was on. That was on when we were there in New York. Yeah, right. Well, you probably wouldn't have seen him because he got fired, and Ben Foster was um, his replacement. Right. Uh, because he stalked Alec Baldwin. Right. Um, and here's what he said about it. Um, my whole gal. My my whole goal was to intimidate the fuck out of Alec Baldwin, he said, adding, I wanted Baldwin to be scared. This led to LaBeouf <laughs> actually following Baldwin home for a month every day after he left the production. I was trying to take Why? my mind off the play, but I couldn't do it, LaBeouf said, so I would follow him home from rehearsal to his home. I needed to have closure, whatever the fuck that means. What? Yeah. What? I don't understand. Why? No, it's... What is wrong with him? Well, he just... They were not getting along in the production or something. Maybe. And so... Maybe. He... Is it... Is this one of those things that's only okay if you're 
an actor and you can say, oh, you know, I just got too too into it. Whereas, you know, if I did that, <laughs> you know. Well, maybe, maybe you're onto something there, Matt. Maybe you could stalk someone and then just say, oh, I was just, I was just still in character. Yeah, I was just researching a role. I mean, that's, that's exactly what um, Christian Bale said when he... Uh, <laughs> right, with his... He, well, don't you fucking understand? Yeah, verbally slammed yeah. the DOP of uh, Terminator Salvation. Yeah, well, I, I'm sure that excuse gets used a lot. I mean, I believe he was in character because he did it in an accent. <laughs> that's true as well, yeah. Yeah, see, but then I'm like, well, that's not, that's not terribly stable, is it? Well, there you go. Do it in an accent. Stalk mm. someone in an accent. Yeah. And just say, oh, I'm in character. Yeah. Lock, think... lock up the character. Yeah. <laughs> lock up my accent. <laughs> if you can catch it. Whoo, there it goes. Yeah. I, I didn't catch his accent when he was in Nymphomaniac. That's for sure. Worst <laughs> accent ever. I haven't seen it. You should still watch it if you want to see um, lots and lots of Shia LaBeouf's dick and um, him doing a really bad British accent. Right. Yeah. That's my review of Nymphomaniac. Well, once you've seen his dick, it's... I don't think you need to go anyway to see it again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I didn't... Have you seen this bit too, later on, where it says... um... About him choking the director? Yeah, of Charlie Countryman. um, Because he notoriously took LSD during the filming... Which led, uh, which led to Bond almost abandoning the project. And LaBeouf says, he wanted to break for lunch while I was tripping on drugs. I was like, we can't break for lunch. I'm on fucking drugs. <laughs> right no after that... asked you to do that. Right after that acid trip, I was choking him and my trainer had to pull me off him. That's great. LaBeouf said that he felt the need to do drugs during the shoot because of a lack of control caused by irrational commitment. Yeah, he sounds... Yeah, that's totally stable. Cool. And, and the, yeah. he doesn't even take LSD in the film. He takes an Eki. Like, he's, he's That's he's right. That was that role, right. Right. I remember that story, too. It's a good Far movie, out. actually. I really liked it. But, you know, then again, is the one Shia LaBeouf is my favourite actor. Is that the one you were watching downstairs where he's in Romania? Yes, correct. Yes, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that, that looks good. Yeah, and it's got uh, Maz Mikkelsen in it. Le Chief right. from... Uh, oh, yeah, I like that yeah, guy. Yeah, he's cool. And... Um, Who's that girl that used to date Marilyn Manson? Oh, um... Oh, God. Yeah, I know him. Yeah. But yeah. More Shia LaBeouf. I'm sure... There'll be more Shia LaBeouf next week. Yeah. I'm sure there will. Yeah. Well, fucking unless he dies between now and then. Well, I mean, mm, that'll be news. <laughs> so, yeah, it'll yeah, just be the week after go. that. We won't have anything. <laughs> I don't know. Somehow I, somehow I think that even then, there'd still be stuff. There'd be stuff coming out. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, speaking of taking things too far, mm. um, as a young gentleman who used to be a game developer until earlier this week, he his game came out. Steam made a little bit of a mistake and didn't come out and say yes, it's now the full game. It's not early access. So I correct you there. They mm-hmm. did, but his browser cache was out of date. Oh, oh, so this is even more on him. Oh. Apparently so, yes. So the game is called Paranautical Activity. Yes. Mm. So, and he thought it was Steam's fault, so took to Twitter. <laughs> mm-hmm. And went straight for Gabe and threatened to kill him. What, what, what were yeah. his exact words? 
Okay. What <laughs> is it here? Called I... Steve the most incompetent piece of fucking shit. And it was fucking taking money out of his po- out of my pocket. This is him talking. And in fact, misinforming people that my game is f- in fucking early access. I'm going to kill you, Gabe Newell. You, he is going to die. Yeah, yeah, that's a death threat. Yeah. yeah. Shortly after that, his game was removed from Steam permanently. Yeah. Oh yes. And uh, I mean, people have said quite rightly he's lucky he didn't get arrested. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Because that's a death threat. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And his argument is, well, you know, I was pissed off and, you know, I say shit all the time. But his apology, it's it's an idiot's yeah. apology. Let's hear it. It is. Like, he comes back and goes, sorry, didn't mean to say that. He's pleading like, cons- he, but this is the thing. He actually considered, like, consider you've got the monopoly on the PC market before writing us off. Let's be real. If you took about game off the store, they're fucking sure about the decision. Yeah. Look. Well. He um he posted a blog uh, an update on his company site. He stepped down as co-owner of the company. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I think it's him and him and one yeah, other guy. I was about guy, to say, of guy. a company that's two people that only have one game. Go on. No, yeah. well, apparently there's five people in the company. There's a bunch of developers in that, but there's, they're the two head. And he stepped down, but his his statement isn't so much you know I've made a mistake and I've learned my lesson and I need mm. to go away. It's more the tone of it is more. Well, fuck them. They fucked me. They fucked me. And now I've got to quit. And, you know, it's, oh, it's a fucking joke. This corporate bullshit. But I guess I've got to quit now. Have I? Hey, have I? All right, fine. I'll quit then. You say you're going to kill one person. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's ju- it's not an apology. No. Yeah, I mean, I've been angry about shit in the past too, but I, I rarely resort to death threats, especially publicly. I mean, instead of going <laughs> exactly. to Twitter and typing in, I'm going to kill Gabe Newell, he's going to fucking die, what he could have done was written an email to Gabe going, hey, buddy, uh, can't help but What's notice you've uh, still got me listed as early access, and to which they would have yep. written back, uh, check now. No, we don't. Yeah, <laughs> check again. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> it's just such a idiot. Like, I don't know. Like, I think because the other thing is too in his um his blog post um he talks about how um how does he word it um his last sentence is I'm out like like he's the victim yeah 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 idiot yeah like he says he's gonna go work for um no you're not here we go <laughs> if I do continue to work in games it'll be as an an anonymous one of one hundred at some shitty corporation yeah yeah that's right yeah you'll have to do that. Yeah, good luck getting a job at one of those shitty corporations now. Oh, no, good luck in retail. Yeah. Good luck changing your name. They're not going to hire you yeah. now. Like, I can understand where he's coming from, going like they have the monopoly, and if you really don't go through Steam, you might have a bit of trouble, but not like that, no. No, it's ridiculous. Look, I, I mean, look, I, I hope for Gabe's sake that he didn't take this as a serious threat. In fact, I hope that Gabe didn't even let this asshole ruin his afternoon. I hope that he's yeah. read the tweet, picked up his mouse, clicked delete, and then just went on with his day. <laughs> you know what I mean? See, I, the thing is, uh, this is an increasing occurrence, is you've got these people, like look at Phil Fish, and look at Notch a lot of the time, um, particularly in game development, it seems this is happening, where you've got these people who are not marketing people, and they're not, socially trained people and they're on Twitter 
and something happens and they just should not be representing a company. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like the the other the other founder of the company, um, Code Avarice is their company, um, has said that from now on they're going to have a company Twitter account and that's the only Twitter account that represents the company. The personal accounts are personal accounts mm. and, and should yeah. have nothing to do with like it. it. And that's like how it should every be other because company. Well, yeah, because all these independent indie developers, like, if you fuck up, like, yeah. you know, like, it's it can be brutal. Like, in this case, in this case, this guy just fucked up. Look, think about the other four people in that company and his friend. It would have been his friend who's the partner in it and they've, he's just screwed them all over. Yeah, I feel sorry for this guy, not because, I mean, clearly he, he has no remorse or he doesn't, he doesn't even understand what the problem was. No. So, so he, I mean, he needed to learn this lesson, whether he learned it or not. But if he was one of 1,000 at some shitty corporation, this mm-hmm. wouldn't have happened because his shitty attitude would have been restrained behind the walls of, yeah. of you know, like the, the, the marketing department. It would have been filtered through the system. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Even if that was the case, it's like, oh, so Matt, um, can, I just, can I just log into the company Twitter? Well, this is the thing. He would have had access to the company Twitter. Just for a sec, I just need to... Just type a quick tweet. Just at <laughs> Gabe Newell. Yeah, so I'm just um I've just is yeah. death threat one word or two? Or is that hyphenated? <laughs> Sorry, what are you doing? Oh I'm just running a just running a tweet to Gabe. Yeah, I'm just just making it just a quick death threat about, yeah. about our thing. Yeah. Cause you know we had the issue on yeah. the store? What's you know how we had the meeting oh, this morning it, it, and we were like, oh, oh what do we do about it? And I suggested death threat. Hmm. Did you guys oh, say yes to it, that or no to that? Everyone else's computer doesn't have the early access message, only mine. Well, I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't need to fact check myself. Yeah. Should I? Should I double check the? Oh, I'll just hit tweet and I'll deal with it after. Yeah. Yeah. He even said he has an issue where he just rants and blows off steam on. Yeah. <laughs> off steam. Yeah. Uh, on um, Twitter, but that's that's just obviously, obviously not acceptable when you're tweeting in a professional. Manner. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, I you think re- maybe. Twitter should just not be in the professional realm at all. Yeah. Just don't mix it up. Yeah, well, just don't fucking tweet a death threat, for fuck's sake. Yeah, well, just don't make death threats. But, but... Tw- I mean, mm. like, it's like Phil Fish, or, yeah. like, he, he brings his shit on himself. Yeah, that's like, true. I feel sorry for Phil Fish. The guy's clearly, like... Mentally unstable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he's a talented guy, and he seems like, at the heart of it, he's a nice guy, but he just can't... Be he can't interact with people because they just make. He clearly isn't able to control himself, and he gets pissed off and and just ruins everything. Yeah, and that seems like this guy's the same. And the thing is, I mean, these game developers are like these kind of antisocial geniuses that kind of yes, sit, in exactly. ro- sit in their room designing games. I mean, that's their skill. Um, yeah. Their skill is not being the spokesperson for a company. Exactly. But unfortunately, they they're being be. thrust into the public arena, and yeah. then they're just. Yeah. Shooting himself in the foot. Yeah. So anyway, he's out. Yeah. But Twitter's Twitter's causing all kinds of problems this week. Um, cast your minds back to the late nineties. Does everyone remember Monica Lewinsky? Oh, she she dated that famous guy. Yeah. 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 Uh, the president. Yeah. Yeah. Him. Like cigars, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, the guy that the guy that blew his job uh, over a blowjob. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, she's uh, she's stayed away from social media up until now. Evidently, I bet she has. Um, I didn't realise that. She she pointed that out. But um, 
I fucking hadn't thought about her in 20 years. But uh, nah. she recently decided to join Twitter because she noticed that a lot of people were being cyberbullied on Twitter and she wanted to do something about it. Right. Monica Lewinsky started a Twitter account um, and was bullied so badly that she deleted her account after only two tweets. <laughs> Which is... I don't know if that's irony or poetic justice or just a really shitty turn of events, but it, it certainly made me laugh. What were they bullying her about? Well, I mean, I can guess. The same thing as always. Yeah. Um, she's not. She's not. She's not able to deal with that now. Well, look. I mean, I think twenty years later, people are still um, tweeting at her. At Monica Lewinsky, can you recommend a good dry cleaner, please? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's well. See, this is the thing about Twitter. I guess, and it's very similar to, you know, what happened with Zelda Williams when mm-hmm. when Robin Williams suicide and um, all this stuff that's happening with Gamergate, which I don't want to talk about no, because do not fuel that fire. No, I don't want to no. talk about it. I'll, I'll, I'll say as much. All I'll say is that this Twitter seems to be um, this kind of juggernaut platform overwhelming people at the moment. Like I can see how that can happen because you you're putting stuff out there and it's public, and then all of a sudden, just millions of people can be anonymously a cunt to you. <laughs> yeah. God you know? bless the internet. Like, and that's why, I, the other thing I don't understand about some of these, these situations is that there are people who, when this happens, like, they get harassed on Twitter and I understand that would suck. Um, and then they, they tweet, oh, you know, look how many app replies I keep getting and it just won't stop. And I'm like, well, just, just turn off the notifications. Yeah. yeah. And like, and then just, you know, it'll, it'll stop. Yeah. Yeah. Stop fueling it. Like it seems like, I don't know. Like it's not. It's it seems like it's not always unwanted, whether or not it does upset people. You know. I I, I don't condone it, and I don't think. But people, if you react to it, you're giving them what they want. Yeah. If you just let them go and just don't respond at all, people get bored. And it's like this business with um, you know, with the death threats and things. Mm. Like obviously, Gabe wasn't really in danger. No. Like, I mean, I don't think he would have really Let's assume he that. wasn't. Yeah. Let's assume he wasn't. Um, th- but as we know, in the news lately, uh, unfortunately, there have been a bunch of other silly death threats, um, mostly over Twitter and, and things like that. But the th- I think the the difference is when, you know, celebrities, I'm sure celebrities get a lot of death threats. Like, I'm just sure that they do. Because obviously, that's what bored people do. Because we're discovering that now with Twitter. Yeah. I mean, you, I mean, J.J. Abrams probably gets, if I don't like yeah. the new Star Wars movie, you're fucking dead. Yeah, but you know what he doesn't do? He doesn't cancel the new Star Wars movie because of the death threats, because that sends a message that, well, oh, if you don't like what I'm doing, send me a death threat and I won't do it anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, look, I mean, unless I'm really missing something here, I just don't understand how cyberbullying even works. Like... Actual bullying works because you can't not go to school. You still have to go to yes. school, and the bully's always there. But with Twitter, you can just block someone, as you said, turn off notifications, or at worst, mm-hmm. just deactivate your Twitter account and start a new one. Like, I just don't really, see... There's a big problem. A lot of You get a lot of famous people coming out against it, but they are the worst for handling it. 
Yeah. They fight back with people. They get upset, whereas they should be coming out and just going, look, this is happening. I'm ignoring it. Yeah, I think people... I think it's it's become... Twitter is such a personal thing. Like, you just tweet what's on your mind, and then all of a sudden, you've got... You become, a, say, a celebrity. Like, someone like Phil Fish, who's not... He's not, a, he's not a celebrity. He's a internet celebrity. And he's not... You know, like... I think when when you say yeah you could delete your Twitter account but no matter where he goes now he is Bill Fish you know what I mean yeah and and I think for someone like Monica Lewinsky for example Monica Lewinsky unless she uses a pseudonym she's not going to be able to have a Twitter account like if she can't deal with this like mm. that's not going to be possible for her ever because people will tweet stupid jokes or about jobs she can her. do what almost everyone else in the world does. And just Ignore not put them. her fucking real name on her Twitter account. Like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, if she wants to, just ignore the blowjob jokes, and then eventually people will stop because she won't validate their 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 jokes. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah. ignore it and it'll go away. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure... I mean, maybe I'm I'm being a bit callous. I don't... I've never been cyberbullied. Maybe it would affect me worse than I... I'm going to start cyberbullying you, Matt. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say let's let's all start cyberbullying Matt and listeners. Right. If you like to cyberbully Matt as well, because I actually would right. like to see if we can make Matt crack under the pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Next week he's like, "Fucking, that's it. You got me. I'm fucking off the podcast." Yeah, I'm off the internet. Yeah, I quit. I quit, <laughs> quit the internet. Quit the internet. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm just like I said. I, I, I the other thing is I don't actually really care about. Monica Twitter. Mm. Well, no, no, but I think some people clearly people get very invested in Twitter. People love Twitter, mm. like like it's their favorite thing is Twitter. But mm. I I have to remind myself to tweet a lot of the time. Yeah, I don't. I've, I haven't logged in in months. I only yeah. read Twitter when I'm having a cigarette because there's <laughs> very little else you can do. Just standing in my back alley. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. I, yeah, I said, don't want to don't belittle anybody's, you know, actual <laughs> legitimate problems, but it just seems like it's such a manageable thing for um for somebody, especially someone like Monica Lewinsky. Like, surely she copped worse than a bunch of fucking idiots on Twitter. Yeah, exactly right. I mm. mean, look, I mean, I assume that Monica Lewinsky is going to be the blowjob girl until she's 90 fucking years old. You know what I mean? <laughs> surely she knows that, though. Yeah, yeah, but that's what I mean. But, like... I mean, it must it, it must suck for her. This thing happened when she was twenty, and like, like know, twenty years later, she's like, oh, "Hi, my name's Monica Lewinsky." Oh, oh yeah, you, uh, yeah, you up for it? <laughs> like, yeah. I know. Well, well, why not change your name then? Yeah. What's the name of this guy that anyway. uh, that said he was going to kill Gabe on Twitter? Uh, Mike something or other. Mike Mulback. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna tweet that I'm gonna kill Mike Mulbeck and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm gonna add him and just be like I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> I'm sure people have already. Done and then it. I'm gonna just put up a, just a half-assed apology, half blaming him for it. Oh, oh I'm out. I'm fucking I'm out. out. If you can't yeah. hack a little fucking death threat, yeah. yeah. You find it. You finally driven me off the internet. <laughs> Hi, this is Matt, and I'm interrupting the show briefly to tell you how you can get in touch with us. If you're on Twitter, then so are we, at mnerdgasm. 
If you prefer Facebook, we're on there as well. Just search for Multiple Nerdgasm. Same goes for Google+, Plus. if anybody's on there. Anybody? No? All right, moving on. Uh, email us, podcast at multiplenerdgasm.com. Of course, the website is multiplenerdgasm.com. Um, and you should subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, uh, or on Stitcher, Double Twist, uh, the Windows Podcast Store, whatever your favorite podcatching software, device, phone thing is. Um, we're on it. Uh, if we're not on it for some reason and you've searched for us, please let us know and we'll attempt to get on it. If you enjoy the show, um, please consider leaving a review or a five-star thingy on iTunes or wherever else um, for us because that really does help us out. Thank you and back to whatever hilarious thing we were just about to discuss. <laughs> uh, Dave. Wait, Dave wasn't on this week. Shit. I've recently been watching episodes of a show that Luke and I discovered when we were in America. Uh, uh, that would sh- be Storage Wars, would it not? Yeah, it's a little show called Storage Wars, which I really enjoy. Oh, um, prestige I don't know if, television. I don't know, are you familiar with the show? Dan? Yeah, I've seen a little bit of it. Okay. It's, pretty, it's fairly entertaining. Yeah, well, the, for, for the listeners who aren't familiar, the premise is basically they've got um, a bunch of a bunch of teams, who people who work for um, uh, thrift stores and uh, a couple of people who just collectors and stuff like that. It's basically, there's like four or five of them who are kind of the, the people on the show. Uh, and they go to auctions where they sell off people's storage lockers. So if people default on their payments for three months in California, the um, the contents of the locker can be put up for auction to cover the costs, which seems pretty fucking brutal to me. Like, <laughs> yes, especially as as much as I enjoy the show, when I, if I stop and think about, yeah, this cool stuff that they've just bought cheap belongs to somebody who couldn't yeah. afford to pay for that locker. That is kind of sad. Yeah. Yeah. But... Yeah, so basically they, they show the auctions and they, they bid on these things and then um, they have to go through the locker and see what's in there, what do they actually buy because you're not allowed to go inside and look. You have to stand at the door, you get five minutes to look in and then you get to bid on it and usually they, they get a locker full of shit, go through it and often find some kind of cool collectible thing because you know it wouldn't be interesting if it was just all yeah. dirty nappies yeah. and shit. Because reality TV is not actual reality. Yeah, and I guess I kind of knew that and I've always been a bit... Like, oh, I wonder how real it is. But basically, Dave Hester, who is one of um, one of the the main characters in the show, let's say, he's the villain. He's the, the guy that everybody hates. He runs a big um, thrift store in California. Um, and he's always kind of portrayed as the villain. Uh, apparently, he sued um, A&E, which is the, the television station that produces the show. And this is actually a few mm-hmm. years ago that this happened. Um, he sued the show because he claimed that they were um, pre-checking the lockers and planting um, items that they had already had appraised that they knew would be valuable to make the show more interesting. Um, yep. And not only that, they were um, giving money to the certain teams, let's say, some of the lesser stores or participants, um, so that they could purchase lockers that they wouldn't ordinarily have been able to afford. So we were stacking the deck and evening the odds. Yeah, and so his his point was um, that's false advertising and that's not what I signed up for. Um, you know, like, I'm running a business and you're supposed to be making a reality show about my business and now you're fucking around. Um, so I don't know whether this happened immediately or if they just started doing this. It seems like he either wasn't aware of it or um, or just finally decided to say something. I don't know. But anyway, he sued them and um, the case was actually thrown out. And I was like, oh, okay. 
but it was thrown out because the courts decided that it's um it's not a game show so yeah i mean my response to that as somebody who works in the tv industry is of course that's what happens yeah, yeah. Mm. like unless there was a 99% chance that something awesome was going to be in that locker and you would be able to afford to buy it there's not a show yeah that's right i'm just looking there's the one part that i think is really stupid he complained after all of these he's Making twenty five thousand dollars an yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah, I know. That, well, I see. I thought that was interesting. The twenty six episode. Why would you just uh, sit back? Cause... <laughs> just fucking cruise along, man. I think because it, yeah. it, he was suing them for seven hundred fifty thousand dollars in damages. But I think what damages? Well, he is running a business. Yeah. I think he. I think what he's trying to say is, it seems like, like if it wasn't for the show, he'd be making more money off the lockers. And don't be on the show. Well, yeah, I guess as well. That's quit the show then. But still, you're making half a million dollars. He got fired from the show because of this. Well, he got fired because he fucking sued them, and then he, and then yeah. he was he was fired. Didn't do a season while the lawsuit was on. Then they settled, and now he's back on the show. Yeah, what? I know. Wow. So I don't know. I just well, look. They obviously worked out that he was good for ratings, and oh, he worked out he, that um, he is good for the ratings. best publicity for his fucking <laughs> he just thrift shop. <laughs> Is being on a fucking television show. Yeah, he is good for ratings because he's a fucking dick, and uh, he makes it more interesting. But how much of a dick can you be? Oh, he just evil thrift store. He's just he's just a douche. (laughs) He, um, you know, he just fucks with them and like bids up the because he's got more money than everybody else. So he just kind of bids on stuff he doesn't even want, and then tries to drive the price up on them and stuff like that. He's just. Or, or maybe he's not, and they just only portray him like that in the show. Like, because it's a TV yeah. show, who knows? Have you seen that great video that Charlie Brooker... You guys know Charlie yeah, Brooker? Yeah, yeah, love Charlie Brooker. Yeah. So Charlie Brooker did this... It was on, on an episode of Screenwipe, I think, or one of his, um, one of his wipe programs. <laughs> um, Toilet you wipe. You know, he's got game wipe and <laughs> screen wipe and the yearly wipe. Ass wipe. But... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Matt. But um, he's got this one where he shows you some raw footage from Big Brother. Right. um, Out of context. And then he edits it in three completely different ways um, to spin Mm -hmm. the scenario in three completely different ways. And it's just really interesting. Um, And if if you're not completely across how manipulated... Uh, reality TV is, yeah. and that's a good introduction to how it works. No, it was, it was interesting because, like I said, I do I did enjoy the show, and now I'm, I'm I don't know if I'm going to be able to separate. You know, like before, I I kind of knew, but I didn't really know, and now I do know that. Well, Matt, I don't want to yep. ruin every single TV show for you. <laughs> but it's not real. But that's what every single TV show is, and you just have to accept that when you watch telly. Well, see, I'm aware that Vampire Diaries is fiction. <laughs> If it's on TV, it's fiction. That's a general rule. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's true. I know it's like the the ghost hunting shows. I don't know why I'm like yeah. ghost hunting Ask shows. I take, this question. I take no I take no shit from ghost hunting shows. No, that's bullshit. <laughs> but storage wars, I'm like, oh, don't tell me it's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's more so due to the memory we had last year when we spent a month watching it in America. Well, it was funny too because I was watching it yesterday, really hungover, and I'm like, well, "This is how I watched it when I was with Luke in America." <laughs> so we'd wake up after some fucking stupid night out, and uh, and be like, Ugh, "Storage was," because <laughs> it was just on constantly. 
Yep. That that stupid duck show which we duck never dynasty. watched. Duck Dynasty. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand that one. Then again, just all these hipster reality shows that are coming yeah. on now. This, I'm a, the guy who's upset that Storage Wars isn't real doesn't understand Duck Dynasty. I'm sure. Yeah, I was it's about a to tragedy. Say, if, you, if you like Storage Wars, you'll probably like Duck Dynasty as well. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's for me. Speaking of things we watched in America, and I'm aware that you weren't talking about our America trip. You were talking about your other America trip. That's fine. But what was that documentary that we watched on real life superheroes? Oh, um. Uh, and there was it's called I think it's called I think it's just called Superheroes I have a copy of and it there, yeah right so there was one superhero who targeted homophobes that's right by dressing up like a total raving homosexual <laughs> and um, would hang out in alleys basically trying to bait homophobes yeah. he would wave um, his butt at people and stuff yeah into just bashing him bashing him for being a faggot so they could all bash them yeah. yeah, it's called superheroes. Yeah, it's um, it's funny, but it's also very sad in parts because there's that yeah. um, the guy who who moves out of his parents' house to live in a van because he's worried that supervillains will attack his parents. Oh goodness! And it's like, yeah. see, I always get like that with those things. I mean, that's why I can't watch. You know that video of that guy that lives in the UFO? Oh yeah. And it's in the backyard of the house he used to own. That was own. tragic. <laughs> yeah. And um, and you're like, oh, this guy's cool. He lives in a UFO. And then by about halfway through the video, just like, this man is really This sad. guy's mentally ill, and they shouldn't have allowed him to live in the UFO. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like all those doomsday preppers. and oh, uh, Yeah, doomsday preppers take sudden turns from, like, hilarious to tragic. Like, utter tragedy. Yeah. yeah. Like, that guy yeah. who... who decided that the world's going to end so he and his wife who's dying of cancer live in a truck and he sells her yeah. cancer medication to buy supplies yeah because he oh. believes that trucks are the only thing yeah that, it, that will matter after the apocalypse yeah because everyone's going to want trucks and not his wife <laughs> apparently anyway that, <laughs> that episode was yeah. particularly like well he can watch from his truck while we're passing her <laughs> around <laughs> yeah yeah that show it's it's a mixed mixed blessing that show. <laughs> Some of them are hilarious, and then and then there's a guy who was a nine eleven first responder who fucking keeps a a box of broken glass by his front door to throw down the hallway in case people raid his house. I'm like that is not okay. He needs help. Yeah, the sad thing is we know people in real life that do that. I know. I don't talk. We all know who we're talking about. Yeah. 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 <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> Do you guys aware that eight seconds of total static went to number one on the iTunes chart That's awesome. this week? That's awesome. Yeah, I did hear this. What happened exactly? Taylor Swift, the uh, the pop singer. Um, mm-hmm. God, I sound like an old man. The pop star Taylor Swift. <laughs> fucking Taylor Swift. Everyone knows who Taylor Swift yeah. is. Taylor Swift mislabeled a track as a new single. <laughs> but it was just eight seconds of static <laughs> and uploaded it to the, to the iTunes store. Mm-hmm. And enough people downloaded it sight unseen because they just wanted whatever Taylor Swift put out there mm-hmm. that um, it became number one. 
Uh, that's funny. How, how much do you think? How many copies do you think you'd have to sell to get to number one? Oh, I wonder if it probably says here. Or is this maybe a little rigged where it went to number one? Oh, like they give her priority or something. Ah, yeah. Interesting. I mean, that is that is pretty because funny. To me, it'd be it'd take a hell of a lot to sell, and people would work it out pretty quickly, wouldn't they? I don't know. Well, you'd work it out. You'd work it out in under eight seconds, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is how long the, <laughs> the static goes for. I'll say this though, from what I've heard, that's probably my favourite of her tracks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of um, obviously this guy's unfortunately not as popular, and I think we might have talked about this before that Rob Dugan track. Um, Rob Dugan, who did the f- club to yeah, death, the, the famous music from the girl in the I red love dress Rob scene Dugan. in the Matrix. Yeah, yeah, he's great. He's underrated. Um, well, he has an album called Furious Angels, and uh, it's on iTunes. And in Australia, for some reason, uh, I think actually, I think I found out why once. Um, there is a version of Club to Death that um, that they can't distribute here. That's on the album for some reason. There's, uh, I think, because it was filmed here. There's some licensing issue with it. Oh. But anyway, so because of that, you can't actually just buy the full album on the Australian iTunes store. The tracks huh. are only available individually because I guess that's just how it ended up getting processed through the red tape. Except there's a track on there called Intermission, which is literally yeah. 30 seconds of silence, which you <laughs> which costs a dollar thirty if you're not careful, um, like because you have to buy all the tracks individually. And so yeah. if you if you were to just go on there um, and and purchase them all blindly, you would be, yeah, basically spending a dollar on um, 30 seconds of silence for one of them. And it's, That's fantastic. And it's been like that since I, I bought the album and I noticed because I, I was familiar with the contents of the album. Um, yeah. So I skipped mm. that one. But it's been like that since yeah. I bought it about five years ago. That's so funny. Yeah. And so I mean, I, I have that album. I loved that album in, I think, you know, 03 or whenever that came out. Yeah. Um, but... You know, I bought it when CDs were still a thing. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. Speaking of CDs, mm. do you remember when s- secret tracks became a thing? Yeah. Yes. Oh, that was annoying. <laughs> because, like, so much emphasis was put on that. For, and, it's, and it's like, oh, you either have to kind of skip backwards from one or mm. go to the last one and listen to 20 minutes of silence to hear another song. Yeah. And you didn't want to miss out, so you would... Which and sometimes like the first the first time you sort of had to listen through it and wait, it was sort of cool. But if you yeah. ever wanted to listen to that secret track again, yeah, you had to skip and try and get to the start, and then you go yeah. that little bit too far, so you'd have to skip back. Yeah, and I had albums that had a secret track that was literally between two tracks, and you couldn't get to it by just playing through. <laughs> you had to either skip back or skip forward, and it was such <laughs> bullshit. It's like if this was a cassette tape. I could just fucking fast forward it to the song I wanted. There, um, yeah. also, if you fell asleep with a CD on, uh, and then all of a sudden, yes, you could be woken, startled, <laughs> yeah. awake by uh, that's so true. By some secret track. Speaking of CDs, anyone want to hear about some VDs? Mm. I've got some porn parodies for you. If you want them, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. I do want yes. to hear about your venereal disease. <laughs> so, uh, for the for the listeners who are new, this is a segment I'm gonna I call porn parodies because it's I've got an original name for it. Um, basically, I'm going to read out 
um, the name of a real film, and then these gentlemen have to guess what they think the porn parody title would be, the title of the porn parody of that film. Or just say it if we know what it is already. Exactly, or, <laughs> which you probably do. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, we'll play the jingle. Can I ask how we got a jingle for that? Yeah. There was a segment a long time ago where we talked about porn parodies, not in this context. In fact, I actually had to go back and make sure I didn't just steal this segment from one of you. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, there was a... Uh, we talked about porn parodies twice, I think, which qualifies as a segment for a jingle on this show. Yeah. Wow. So. I don't even remember that. You know who hasn't got a jingle? Shia LaBeouf. No. Oh, he's got that, but he hasn't actually got a jingle. Maybe I'll do a jingle for Shia LaBeouf this week. Mm. All right. You should. I think he has earned it. If there was a jingle for Shia LaBeouf earlier in the show, this is where it was conceived. (laughs) On this desk in front of me. Anyway. The first porn parody is uh, a film that I know Dan is a big fan of. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm. Oh. Um, Raiders of the Lost Ars. You got it in one. <laughs> oh. Wow. Yeah. Real clever. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a synopsis? Because I want to know why it's lost. Um. All right. Let's see. I want to know how how closely it follows the movie. The fucking headpiece to the staff of Ra. <laughs> Uh, it's on IMDb, but it's got no plot listed. So, um, also, all guys. So, uh, uh, oh, well, I mean, you know, not there's anything wrong with that, but it's probably not for not for you guys. The, I like how it's, it's, yeah. we're disappointed. Like we would have watched yeah. it if it was. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. The next film. Uh. Well, we'll, we'll <laughs> we're in keeping with the theme. Uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Um, well, I mean, is it the sequel to the Raiders of the Lost Ark? I mean, is it just Indiana Jones and the Temple of Ark? <laughs> it's it's not. Temple of Poon. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Poon. You're close. It's um San Fernando Jones and the Temple of Poon, starring Ron Jeremy. Uh, look up the cover for that one too. Actually, it's pretty Temple funny. of Poon. Um, Titanic. Bi- is it something to do with it is Bitanic? Bitanic. <laughs> it is Bitanic. There's a lot to do with that. <laughs> it literally is that. <laughs> um, uh, Apollo 13? Um, well, I mean, hopefully it's not about... Apollo? Apollo. <laughs> <laughs> is it it's just Apollo it's 18? Apollo... Apollo 69. It's Apollo 13... Inches. <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> Is that gay as well, Matt? I don't know. I haven't seen it. Um, it's a Wonderful Life. <sighs> it's a Wonderful um, I can't believe they made a porno of that, for starters. I know. But is it just called, like, It's a Wonderful Dick? <laughs> no. It's a Wonderful Bang? No. It's called... It's a wonderful life. <laughs> of course. Of course. Yeah. I wonder if the uh, 
I wonder if the plot's the same. An attempted suicide <laughs> at the start and then a reevaluation of one's life, or in this case, one's tits. I assume it's similar. Yeah. Um, MI2? Or Mission Impossible 2? Am I screw? <laughs> Good. Is it that? No, no. Um, no. It's not even. It's not as clever as that even. Um. Fisting impossible too. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's missionary position impossible too. Uh. <laughs> so I assume. I assume there's a first as well. I don't know why they didn't bother. I wonder why it's impossible. <laughs> mm. Guess we'll never know. No, no, I'm going to find out. Yeah, okay. Good, good. <laughs> I'm going to click images, not videos. I don't really want to. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting no clues from the, uh, from the, from the cover here. Right. <laughs> oh, uh, it feels so good. Should you decide to accept it? <laughs> is the tagline. Uh. Lara Croft Tomb Raider. Uh, Womb Raider. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Except nice. it's Kara Loft. Oh, of course. Raider. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really? To avoid copyright infringement, mm. I assume. <laughs> uh, a clear and present danger. A clear and present day in her. <laughs> no. I've got nothing for this one. I think you do. It's a rear and present danger. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. And um, I'll do one more. I'll do one. Um, honey, I shrunk the kids. Oh God. I mean, I. I really don't want to. I came up with something, but no. Yeah, I mean, I'm. A, I'm assuming we all went to. <laughs> honey, I fucked the kids. <laughs> oh, but... honey, I blue. <laughs> That's specific. Well, the title of the film is. <laughs> film. <laughs> honey, I blue. Everybody. <laughs> right. I was right with blue. You were. Yep. That's, uh... Yeah. Wow. Those are our porn parodies for this week. Let's go for round three next week. Yep. Luke and I are going to be at PAX. Um, well, and Jen will be with us as well. Mm. You can say hi to her as well. If you're down there and uh, you see us, come and say Hello. Of course, there's a good chance that this episode might come out after PAX. Oh, no, no, it'll probably come out during, <laughs> or maybe just <laughs> after. So, yeah, maybe maybe if if PAX is already finished and you've heard, heard this, then we're idiots. Yep. Or, that's, that's possible. Um, you're hearing this now, but you also said hello to them. So, um, that's true. Thanks, thanks for coming mm. up and saying hi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you did come up and say hello to us, thanks. Shout out to you. And I do mean you specifically. Not that other guy you were with, just you. Who was that guy? No, that guy was a fucking idiot. Yeah. Why did you bring him? Why do you keep bringing him? I'm sick of him. Leave him home next time. He has cancer. He doesn't have long to live. You only get cancer once. Only Luke is allowed to say that. That's all for this week. Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the show. If you enjoyed it, then please subscribe and iTunes to receive episodes automatically. We'll see you next time.